Welcome to Catherine's Kitchen, where something is always cooking. I'm in the kitchen today with my special Pandemic 2020 guest, my sister, Sally Wood. Regular listeners will remember that Sally shared her recipe for strawberry spinach salad with us last month. And she has now graciously agreed to continue recording Catherine's Kitchen with me during the pandemic. Welcome back to the kitchen, Sally. Thank you, Catherine. It's good to be here. Nice to have you here again, too. <laughs> Thank you. What recipe would you like to share with us this month? I would like to share a recipe for an upside-down pear gingerbread cake. Oh, that sounds lovely. Why are you choosing this recipe for September? I thought that September would be a good month for a nice spicy gingerbread cake with some pears in it. Pears should be in season, and we're going to be turning the, hopefully, turning, <laughs> turning the corner into fall where it'll be cooler and we'll want to be inside baking. We can get some really good pears here in Oregon, too, so yeah. I think it's a lovely recipe for this month. Do you want to go ahead and share the recipe? Sure. I'll read you the ingredients and then the instructions. And you should probably tell us what it is before you do the ingredients again for people who might just be tuning in. It's an upside-down pear gingerbread cake, and I got the recipe from Taste of Home magazine from November of 2014. I made it that first month when I got it, and I've been making it every fall ever since, at least two or three times. It's just really a wonderful gingerbread cake with a nice fresh pears on the bottom. So you begin with you need three tablespoons of butter, one-third cup of dark brown sugar, and two medium Bosque pears or one can of pears to put in the bottom of your baking pan. And then for the cake, you'll need a half a cup of milk, a tablespoon of cider vinegar, an egg, one-half cup of packed dark brown sugar, one-third cup of molasses, one-fourth cup of melted butter, one-and-a-quarter cups of all-purpose flour, two teaspoons of ground cinnamon, one teaspoon of baking soda, one teaspoon of ground ginger, one-fourth teaspoon of salt, and one-fourth teaspoon of ground cloves. And then for the instructions, you begin by making a simple syrup with three tablespoons of butter and the half a cup of dark brown sugar. You melt them in a medium saucepan over medium. Melt the butter in the saucepan and then stir in the brown sugar. And then spread that in the bottom of a grease. Oh, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. no, I've got a question. So mm-hmm. you just, um, the butter and the dark brown sugar in the saucepan, how long do you keep them over heat? It's not long at all. You just need to melt the butter and stir the brown sugar into it. So you are you so waiting for a couple minutes. You just want the butter to melt. Oh, just the butter to melt, so don't really worry about the brown sugar too much. Yeah, okay. you don't have to cook right. it down. Spread that in the bottom of your greased 9-inch round baking pan, and then arrange the pear, the sliced pears over the top. Or I arrange mine in sort of a sunburst, in a circle. I use an 8-inch round springform pan for mine, because that's what I have. But you could use an 8-inch square baking pan as well, or the 9-inch round that the recipe calls for. Uh, the pears are peeled and then just sliced yeah, into Yeah, peeled uh, and slices. thinly sliced if you use fresh pears. I I tend to use canned pears, which are already uh, peeled, of course, and they usually come as halves. I slice those into probably each half into a good four or five slices, depending on how big they are. I'm sure you could just chunk them up, too, and put them in there if you wanted to, but it'll look nicer if you arrange them nicely, Yeah, that sounds pretty. And then you should preheat your oven to 350 degrees and make the batter for the cake. So for that, 
You mix the milk and the vinegar and let that stand for five minutes. I think you could also substitute their uh, buttermilk, a half a cup of buttermilk, instead of doing the milk and vinegar thing because you wind up with the same sort of product. So if you mix the milk and the vinegar, you need to let that stand for five minutes before you use it. Then in a large bowl, you beat the egg, brown sugar, molasses, melted butter, and the milk mixture until well blended. And in another bowl, you want to mix your dry ingredients. You want to whisk together the flour, cinnamon, baking soda, ginger, salt, and cloves. And then gradually beat that into the molasses mixture. Don't overmix it, though. It'll get tough. But just make sure there's no lumps of flour floating mm. about. So spoon that mixture carefully over the pears in your prepared pan. And then bake it for 25 to 30 minutes or until a toothpick inserted in the center comes out clean. There might be a couple crumbs that stick to it because it is kind of a moist cake, but just so it's not bad or sticking to your toothpick, you'll be fine. Cool that for 10 minutes before you invert it onto your serving plate. Take the cake pan off and you should have a pretty pear gingerbread upside down cake. It sounds lovely, and I can see where using a springform pan would come in handy for the flipping it over part. Yes, yeah. And take take the ring off and flip, and then you just have that little flat top to come off. Mm. And the uh, recipe also suggests serving the cake warm or at room temperature Mm. with whipped cream or ice cream on the side. Oh, whipped cream sounds lovely. And that goes good with that gingerbread, too. It just almost can smell it baking. What a wonderful aroma that must be. And this Um, says that it makes eight servings. I usually get a good, probably closer to ten out of it. Do with it as you will. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Can you give us an example of when you've served the cake and how it was received by your guests? Oh, I usually serve it to guests. I don't usually just make it for myself. I'd be willing to, but I try not to. It's really delicious. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't served it without having people ask me for the recipes. It's really good and well-liked, and it really makes your house smell good while you're baking it as well, so very fallish. Oh, it sounds like it. And people asking for the recipe is probably the highest compliment a cook can get, in my opinion. Exactly, yeah. So will you please run through those ingredients one more time so people have a chance to write them down? Okay, for for lining the pan before you put the batter in, you need three tablespoons of butter, a third cup of packed brown sugar, dark brown sugar, and two medium Bosque pears, although I think any... Any pear that will soften up or is soft when you go to cook it would work just fine. And then for the cake itself, you need a half a cup of milk, a tablespoon of cider vinegar, an egg, another half cup of packed dark brown sugar, one-third cup of molasses, uh, one-fourth cup of butter melted, one-and-a-quarter cups of all-purpose flour, two teaspoons of ground cinnamon, one teaspoon of baking soda, one teaspoon of ground ginger, one quarter teaspoon of salt, and one quarter teaspoon of ground cloves. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Anything anything else you want to tell us about this recipe? I don't think so. I just think it's one you should try. It's not too difficult either. and No, no, yeah, it goes together fast. And it really doesn't have that much sugar in it either. Most of the Mm -hmm. flavor must come from the spices. So Yeah. Thank you so much, Sally. 
My Welcome, guest Catherine. today on Catherine's Kitchen has been my lovely sister, Sally Wood, who graciously recorded this twice with me since I forgot to actually push record the first time we tried this out. The opinions expressed on Catherine's Kitchen are mine and my guests, not necessarily those of anyone else at or associated with KPOV. Catherine's Kitchen is produced at KPOV High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. It is available on KPOV's archives for a month after it originally airs and as a podcast at kpov.org indefinitely. Sally's recipe for gingerbread pear upside-down cake will be available as a PDF on KPOV's Catherine's Kitchen page. To find that, go to kpov.org programming, local shows and archives, Catherine's Kitchen. Our theme music is from the Bellevue Outfits, Nothing's Too Good for My Baby. Okay, Sal, take us out, please. Until next time, keep feeding your bellies and your souls. Love you, Sal. Love you, too. Bye-bye.